0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Belinda Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. This morning I want to minister a message, faith for your good tomorrow. Family, we need faith to please God. Christianity is very simple, but Christianity challenges us to change. God knows your heart. He knows what you are going through. He can see the intents and the thoughts, the battles that you are facing right now. The good news is we are all weak when it comes to spiritual things. That's why Jesus came to make full provision for you and for me. There is a need to finish strong. When you read the Bible in Luke chapter 18 verse 8 Jesus said, when the Son of Man returns, will he truly or really find faith? Hebrews 11 teaches us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. In Luke, he says, will he truly, will he really find faith? What does that mean? It means, will it be the kind of faith that pleases God? Will it be the kind of faith that honors God? Remember, Galatians 5 teaches us that faith works through love and in the last days many people's love will grow cold Matthew 24 warns us and if that faith is not working through love we've become a clinging symbol and John 4 Jesus said that the father is looking searching for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth if it's not spirit it's not truth and then it's nothing So we can see that there's a need for the true worshipers to worship the invincible God of power and might, and you can only do that by faith. So many times our situations cause a distraction in our lives. Remember, it is the Word of God that produces faith in our hearts. The Bible teaches us that it's the deceitfulness of riches The cares of this world that squeezes or pushes the word of God out of our hearts. Family, can you see how your situation, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, can cause deception in your life? Your situation can cause you to lose your focus. This is what happened to Israel when they had to go into the promised land. It was the fear of the unknown, the fear of the giants That hindered them, that deceived them not to trust and believe in God's word. Moses said, Lord, unless your presence goes before me, I'm not moving into the promised land. But it was their situation that imparted fear, that produced unbelief and kept them from their promise. Remember, we need faith For our good tomorrow. And God has placed that faith on the inside of us. Faith is not something that's mystical. Faith is simply a lifestyle of trusting God in everything that you do. Faith is trusting and relying on God that He will do what He promised He would do. When we find ourselves in times of difficulties and times of uncertainty... Know that God holds your future. It was Moses that said, Lord, if you don't go before me to this place of uncertainty where there's giants and the unknown that I don't know, when I know that you've gone before me, Lord, I can move with you because you hold my future and you've prepared everything for me. Family, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Galatians 6. Remember, desperation and deception, they go hand in hand. That's why you have to be very careful in these times where many people are so desperate that you're not deceived. That when you're desperate for money, you will not look and see where that money is coming from. And the enemy can use something to link you to him through your desperation and deceive you cause you to move in the wrong direction. It was the situation that deceived Israel, the type of the church that hindered them from moving into the promises of God. Galatians 6 verse 7, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Make no mistake about it, God will never be mocked. For what you plant will always be the very thing you harvest. The harvest you reap reveals the seed that was planted. If you plant the corrupt seeds of self-life into this natural realm, you can expect the experience of a harvest of corruption. If you plant the good seeds of spirit life, you will reap the beautiful fruits that grow from the everlasting life of the spirit. Ask yourself how many people continue with God after their problems have been solved. What kind of seed are you sowing if you're only running to God when you need Him? Many people are seeking a miracle, but they're not interested in the miracle worker. We should not just come to God for the miracle. We need a relationship with Him because that, what you receive from God, needs to be maintained by the relationship with that you have with the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Luke 17, verse 17. So where are the other nine, Jesus asked? Weren't there ten who were healed? They all refused to return to give thanks and give glory to God, except you, a foreigner from Samaria. Then Jesus said to the healed man lying at his feet, Arise and go. It was your faith that brought you salvation salvation and healing it's not about the deliverance but it's about following the deliverer this morning if you ask who wants to be healed everybody's heads will be nodding yes but how many hearts will be nodding for a relationship many people today want the healing they want the breakthrough they want the deliverance but they're not interested in the healer nor the deliverer family because we have a mindset where we think that if i can just be healed or receive my deliverance or my breakthrough it will be the end it's not the end it's a means to an end the end is a lasting relationship with the lord jesus christ you will still need god more After you've received your healing, after you've received your deliverance, after you've received your breakthrough. As human beings, we want to reap where we've not sown. We want to benefit without changing our lives. We want the fruit without the instruction from the word of God. We want things so easily without changing. But remember, when you are healed by the word of God, you'll have to maintain it by the word of God. The secret in all miracles, all breakthroughs, all deliverances, the secret is Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for you and for me. The truth is after you've received that breakthrough, you'll need God even more. In John chapter 5 verse 14, we see after the man was healed, Jesus said to him, go and sin no more lest the worst thing happens to you. He was saying, you've received righteousness that has healed you, that has delivered you. Don't now go and plant unrighteous seeds, but the righteousness of God that you've received has empowered you now to continue to plant righteous seeds. The godly harvest that you desire, start planting Godly seeds. Can you see the importance of guarding your heart, of protecting your heart in this time? If you plant like the world, you will reap the things of this world. What matters is what you are sowing in your life. We spoil tomorrow by the seeds we plant today. And we change our tomorrow by the seeds we plant today today you can make a decision to plant good seeds today faith acts now faith believes now faith starts planting those godly seeds now so that you can have a godly harvest a righteous harvest manifest in your life God is aware why are you so angry God can see right into your heart. Remember when you play with the devil, he will bite you. Anger is rooted. It comes from the enemy. There's no reason to be angry. As Christ has forgiven you, you forgive. As you plant those seeds of forgiveness, you will reap forgiveness. If you allow the devil in your heart, he will manipulate you and spoil your tomorrow. Your situation will always lead you to worry and to complain and to grumble. When you look at your situation and you say what you see around you the whole time, you'll start to murmur, you'll start to complain. But when you've got heaven's opinion about the situation, I mean when you have the peace of God in your heart, you can have God's opinion about the situation and you can start to declare God's word over your future remember your situation can mislead you so easily the situation can take you in the wrong direction it was the situation that led Israel, from the type of the church in the wrong direction family don't let your situation take you in the wrong direction Our situation right now with the COVID is very, very real. What are you saying? What are you declaring in this time? When you are angry, when you're not exercising your faith, it produces fear, it takes away. It pulls you back into the past. You have to put the past behind you so that you can move forward. Make a decision to plant good seeds. Make a decision to plant godly seeds. You have faith for a good tomorrow. Faith is not negative. Faith does not complain. Faith does not murder. How have you been building? What have you been planting in this time, in this season? Turn with me in your Bible to the book of 1 Corinthians 3. For no one is empowered to lay an alternative foundation other than the good foundation that exists which is Jesus Christ. The quality of materials used by anyone building on this foundation will soon be made apparent, whether it has been built with gold, silver, and costly stones, or wood, hay, and straw. Their work will soon become evident, for the day will make it clear, because it will be revealed by blazing fire, and the fire will test and prove the workmanship of each builder. If his work stands the test of fire, he will be rewarded." We can see clearly you make the decision if you want to build with precious things. And you make the decision if you build with things that can be destroyed by fire. Remember, hatred breeds hatred. Unforgiveness breeds unforgiveness. Anger breeds Anger. So the more you plant those seeds, the more the harvest will come up. The more you plant those seeds, the more the harvest will come up. But you can make a decision to plant seeds of faith, to plant seeds of righteousness. Remember the Bible says from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from strength to strength, from kindness to kindness. Different kinds of fruit are on this tree. The fruits of hatred and self-pity and worry, they all lead in the same direction. Oftentimes, they, they like to hold hands, strengthening each other. Family, make a decision to break loose from that when you accept The seed of righteousness, the Lord Jesus Christ, His word into your heart. James teaches us, when you receive it with meekness into your heart, it is able to save your soul. These things like to function together, to to work together. All of this comes from the heart of man. You can change this treasure on the inside. The root of all those fruits, anger, bitterness, hatred, unforgiveness, is Satan himself. But the fruits of the Spirit, love and joy, kindness, self-control, these things come from the Spirit of God and you are born of that Spirit. So start to confess and declare what you believe. It's the fruit of a fearful person that leads that person out of God's will. It was Israel who allowed the fear to grip their hearts. It took them in another direction, deceiving them. Those kind of things, when those fears and uncertainties of the future wants to attack your heart right now, let it be the thing, the tonic that pushes you in the right direction. Remember, it's trials and tribulations. That's the soil which our faith flourishes Because we have God as the anchor of our soul. We have the word of God dominating our heart. So that which you believe about the word of God. Faith is that lifestyle of trusting God that he will do what he said he would do. Faith is that lifestyle of trusting God in everything that you do. Knowing like a Moses. I'm walking towards the promised land. But I know God has gone before me to make my way straight to make it smooth. God has gone before me to fight for me. Family, will Jesus find faith in your heart if he had to return today? I'm not saying Jesus is returning today. I'm asking, would he find faith in your heart? Because faith acts now. Faith believes now. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews chapter 13. And I'm reading from verse 5. It says, don't be obsessed with money, but live content with what you have. For you always have God's presence. Family, when you have God's presence, you can have peace in your heart. You know that God will be your shield, that he will be your protection, that he will be your exceedingly great reward. You always have God's presence. For hasn't he promised you, I will never leave you alone. Never. Never. And I will not loosen my grip on your life. Jesus holds your life in his hands. And he's not going to let go of that grip. He's going to see you through. Jesus never walks away from us. But we make the decision to walk away from Jesus. You're a free moral agent. He's never going to force himself on you. His will on you. You have to make a decision to believe it and to walk in it. So we can say with great confidence, I know the Lord is for me and I will never be afraid of what people may do to me. No situation is greater than God. You serve a big God, He has not changed His plans concerning you. He still has good thoughts concerning you, about your future, to give you a future and a hope. Faith is that lifestyle of trusting God that He will do what He said He would do. Nothing outside of God's control can happen to me. God holds my future In his hands. God holds your future in his hands. What makes us different as Christians is the peace of God that we have on the inside. When we face an issue today, when we face a challenge today, and our heart is not connected to God, We will look at the situation not from what God is saying, the peace that he places in our hearts, the assurance that he places in our heart, but we look at the situation through our natural eyes. And the situation, the circumstances, takes us into another direction. But when you have God's opinion, you can be at peace. Remember Daniel, when he heard that he was going to be fed to the lions, didn't run away or start doing strange and weird things. The Bible says... his custom because he had that peace he went on his knees and he prayed and he gave thanks three times that day family godly men godly women all have godly habits in this time of challenges feeling where you're being fed to the Lions continue with your godly habits to exercise your faith to thank God in this situation Daniel was saying, thank you, Jesus, that you're in control when the lions want to eat me. And thank you, Jesus, you're in control when there's no lions. Thank you, Jesus, in the good times. Thank you, Jesus, in the hard times. He had that attitude of gratitude. He had faith that pleased God in every situation. Trusting and knowing that God is faithful to do what he said he would do. He had a lifestyle of trusting God in everything that he did. No situation is greater than our God. Anything you love more than God is the thing that can take you away from your destiny. If you love your job more, if you love your career, if you love your education, if you love your spouse, if you love your children more than God, that's the very thing that can take you away from the destiny that God has got for you. Remember, all those things part of the plan of God. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Right now, people are focusing more on the add-ons. They're focusing more on all these things. And Jesus said, do you love me more than all These things. When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith? Will he find you loving him more than all these things? Family, that faith has been placed on the inside of you already. How you handle your situation, your rejection, matters because that very situation or the rejection. Is the thing that God will use to draw you closer to Him. Or it's that very thing where you make a decision to say, Lord, I'm going to run to you. I'm moving closer to you in the situation that I'm facing. Don't let anything shake your faith. Family, remember, Jesus is praying for you right now. The problem is not what you're facing, but how you are facing it. Remember in the book of Luke chapter 22, Jesus speaking to Simon and saying to him, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. He was saying, the devil wants to take you out, Simon. He's got a plan to destroy your life. His assignment is killing, stealing, and destroying. But I want to assure you that he's not going to succeed. Why? Why? Jesus said, because I am praying for you that your faith will not fail. And when you've returned to me, strengthen your brethren. What is he saying? He's saying there's something going to happen that's going to shake your faith. If you read on, you'll see that Simon was very confident in himself. and He learned the lesson not to put your trust in yourself, but to put your faith in. In the Lord Jesus Christ. He's saying, I'm praying for you that your faith will not fail. Remember what happened after this? He betrayed Jesus three times. Maybe Jesus was praying for him not to betray him. We don't know that. But I've, I think Jesus was saying to him, after you've realized you've messed up, after you've realized that you've made a mistake, I'm praying for you that your faith will not fail that you will know that you can run to me, that you can come to me, that the plans that I have for you to be the rock, to build my church, to use you as a great man of God, it's not changed. I want you to make sure that your faith will not fail. And I'm praying for you. And even after this, because it's not only you that will betray me, but all of them, all my disciples ran away. I want you to go to them and encourage them. Let them have the assurance that I'm praying for them, that their faith will not fail. Family, I want to encourage you. Whatever you are facing, maybe you've had your up days, you've had your down days, your high days, your low days. I know I've had some of them. Jesus is praying for you that your faith will not fail. Jesus is praying for me that my faith will not fail, that I will have faith for a good tomorrow. Make a decision to plant good seeds. And you can see it was Pete on the day of Pentecost. Allowed his faith to overcome his situation. Faith was for the impossible. And at the day of Pentecost, he was the one who got up. And he said, this is what you are seeing. This was spoken by the prophet Joel. These men are not drunk. They've been empowered by the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, wait, you will receive power. I believe his word, and I've waited and I've received power. Family, God has not changed his mind concerning you. Wait for that empowerment. If it's an area of your life where you feel that you failed Jesus, all of us have failed Jesus. All of us are weak when it comes to spiritual things. That's why full provision was made for you and for me and Jesus Christ. Believe it. He is your strength. He is your shield. He is your exceedingly great reward. It is that desire in our hearts for Jesus that draws his presence into our lives. It is that presence that Moses said, I'm not going into the promised land where you want to take me if your spirit has not gone before me. Family, by faith, start to believe that Jesus has gone before you to make your way straight and to make it smooth. Nobody can take you away from your destiny. Nobody can take you away from your destiny. The only person that can take you away from your destiny It's you yourself. Make a decision to run after Jesus. you know what is one of the most painful things for a pastor in a church? When people come to church, they hear the word of God. When people come and they're in a prayer line and they receive prayer, they receive healing, they receive deliverance, they receive salvation, but nothing changes in their life. Nothing changes in their life they continue without the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when you allow the word of God to become an integral part of your life, by its very nature, it will change you. And you'll start walking with God. You'll start planning with God. I mean, you'll start to plant godly seeds every day. Yes, you'll have your Peter moments where you mess up, but you can always run to him knowing that he is faithful and just, that he will forgive you cleanse you, sanctify you, justify you, and empower you for the assignment that he has for you. You know you have no excuse for failure. He is not looking at our perfection, but he's looking at our availability. I want to close with this. The book of 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5, the Bible says, examine yourself. To see whether you are in faith. He says, test yourself. Family, he gives the instruction to see, to make sure that you are planting the right kind of seeds. Make sure, examine yourself. Maybe you're exercising faith, but is that faith working through love? Test yourself to see if you are living a lifestyle where you are trusting God for everything. Test yourself. Examine yourself to see if you are trusting in God's word. To see that he will do what he said he will do. The next verse says, Do you not know yourself that unless Christ is in you, unless indeed you are disqualified. says, you know what? Take care. Know that Jesus Christ is on the inside of you. You know what makes a Christian different? We have the peace of God on the inside of us. Not the peace of this world, but the peace that comes from God. He says, be careful that you don't disqualify yourself. But he says, we're assured of this. We believe the best that you've not been disqualified. Paul says, I trust that you will know that we have not been disqualified. Family, as long as you are linked up with God and you believe in his promises, in his word, you cannot be disqualified. Remember, he's got a tight grip on your life, on your future. God never walks away from us. But sadly, we so often make the decision and we walk away from God. Allow the peace of God to reign in your heart. Peace is the sign of a Christian. Peace is the sign that Jesus Christ is living on the inside of you. It's your peace that testifies of your genuineness of being with God. It's that captain on the boat behind the steer in the storm. Everybody working on the boat, panicking, freaking out being hit by the waves, the water, the wind. But when they look at the captain, the captain is calm because he's been through storms like this. Family, listen to me. The Bible says whatever temptation that you are facing, God knows the way out to lead you by his Holy Spirit. Don't let your situation deceive you and take you in another direction. But in the storm, continue to plant godly seeds. We spoil our tomorrow tomorrow. By the seeds that we plant now, the things that we value now, not realizing that some of the seeds that we are planting now is affecting our future. The good seed, the seed of righteousness that we are planting right now ensures a righteous harvest. Test yourself, examine yourself to see if I'm really trusting God. Faith is simply expecting Jesus to do what he said he would do. When we sort out our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, the results, the fruits, will follow naturally. It is this simple decision of planting the right kind of seeds that takes us from faith to faith, from strength to strength, and from glory to glory. If you are ready for Jesus, you are ready for your blessings. He will lead and guide you through the storm that we are facing right now. He will be your shield. He will be your protection. He will be the one who will take you from glory to glory and from strength to strength. He will take you from where you are right now to where he wants you to be. In the same way he was interceding for Peter, that his faith would not fail, he is interceding for you and for me. It is still up to you to choose Jesus. It is up to you to make Him your Lord, your God, your Savior. It is up to you to include Jesus in every area of your life. It is up to you to allow the peace of God to rule and reign in your heart. Make that decision to plant those good seeds. In this morning, you have to ask yourself the question, when I receive that blessing, how will I maintain it? You maintain it by maintaining your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. When you abide in Him and He abides in you, that is the secret. It was Moses that asked for God's presence. Family, wherever you are right now, Just raise your hands to heaven and say, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me and enter my soul, O Lord. Establish your peace in my heart. Touch and change my heart to do your will now and forever. Family, it's that decision to invite him that brings the change in our lives. As a Christian, you know God is gone before you when God has gone before you it means he's prepared everything for you even in the challenges that you are facing David says he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies family the Lord has prepared a table for you eat from the Lord's table don't eat from the enemy's table when you eat from the enemy's table of unforgiveness of bitterness of hatred He uses that to link himself to you, to affect your heart, to affect your decision-making. But when you say, I'm going to eat from the Lord's table, I'm going to sow kindness, gentleness, love. When they curse me, I bless them. When they despitefully use me, I pray for them. When you are planting those seeds of righteousness, you cannot have an unrighteous harvest that will manifest. And even when you mess up like a Peter, you can come to the Lord knowing that He is busy perfecting everything concerning you. Knowing that He's praying for you that your faith will not fail. Jesus didn't pray that the situation would disappear or just go away. prayed that Peter's faith will not fail. I want to assure you, when I look at the Word of God and what Jesus Christ has done on the cross, and what He has promised in His Word, faith is something that you have. That simply means you have faith for a good tomorrow. Selah. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.